Guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Kirk Smith, and my co-host and buddy... Graham K. Welcome back for another week of the Autastic Podcast, the comedian's guide to autism. Kirk has a nonverbal son. I Boom. have a brother with autism. Kirk, how are you doing this week? I had a busy week this week, a lot of traveling around like a, like a little maniac, uh, narrowly missed Hurricane Nicole last week. Oh, uh, on and, the boats, uh, doing comedy on the old boats, uh, on the ships? On the old uh, Shuferuskis, yeah, I got stuck in, oh, I think we talked about that actually, now that I think about that, I think we did that one. Uh, I'm good, this week was good, I had a call yesterday with JJ, um, very it's funny to see his interactions, how he deals. We do it. We try to do a daily call. It's not every day. It works out like five days a week, four or five, four or five days, but it depends heavily on who is watching him, who's assigned to him. And, um, some of the people that, uh, are assigned to him are very, um, fortunate in the way he interacts with them, where he will listen, he will kind of obey. And someone who's running around kind of like, Rah! Like he can so sense con- maybe who he, who, who he can get away with stuff with. He definitely connects with some people better and likes them better or yeah. Or maybe he dislikes other people and tries to take advantage. But uh, yeah, there's people that he will for whatever reason, listen to their, I don't know, maybe he likes the timber of her voice or something or whatever. So he will be more obedient than others. Do you think they um, were more like authoritative in the beginning of their interactions and then he got respects them more like a good teacher type thing? Or is it just simple as, as that? It must be something like, I'm sure it's a lot of things. Some of the, some of these ladies, uh, it's mostly ladies. It's a couple guys, but it's probably 70% women in general, especially when he's young, he responded really well to men bossing him around. Um, there was very, very few men. So you notice a, a notice a different, there's a different interaction when there's a man, especially a, a good sized man, huh. uh, that he will, I don't know. It's like an alpha interaction, alpha, beta, not beta, but alpha, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but he will take the lead of a bigger man. Usually, usually pretty, pretty easily. And then there's a couple ladies. One of them's really petite. But she is a little firecracker, and she does not take any gruff, gruff stuff. So she will boss him around. And, no, and he like he gets angry, but he will uh, he will follow her lead for the most part. It's a funny thing, right? Because you can either it's like carrot or stick. But some people with the stick, it's a metaphorical stick. They're not beating him. But some people that are more direct and aggressive with him can can pull it off, and some people he just, no, it's very interesting. I you know can sense when they before. don't have conviction. I always felt that if I was a teach, school teacher, I would try and be strict, and they could the 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 kids like I'm imagining like high school age kids like fourteen, fifteen, and they could they would be able to see right through me. They would know that I'm a wimp, and that they would they would. <laughs> I just imagine I would get stuff thrown at me and stuff. I'd be like, hey. And then someone, I just feel like I would, I would be like, I know what the thing to do is. You know, when some people are just very, you can tell they're used to being around. Like I was at the gym yesterday. Yeah. No, no big deal. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And quit, quit bragging about going to curbs, but continue. Okay. <laughs> I feel safe and seen there. 
Kirk. Um, anyway, I I was at the gym, and there's I go to a gym that's like run by the city, and kids under twenty four can get in for free or something like that. So after it's school, usually good basketball at those places. Very good basketball. Uh, anyway, the there's a lot of teens working out there like work who are at the local high school football team or whatever and it's just it's it's loud there's like sweatshirts hanging off of every machine there you go to work work do a machine and they're like not moving out of the way and i just kind of like meekly go hey excuse me uh I, I don't know what to do with these kids you know and then there was like an older dude who has clearly either had kids or been a teacher or whatever he's like hey how you doing watch out i'm gonna use this machine yeah, he's Move like over. half my size and he's and he's like uh hey excuse me yeah are you using this okay yeah sure can we get in after you okay thank you yes Hey, um, no, no sweatshirts there. No sweatshirts. Uh, you got to put them in a locker. And the, the kid goes, do you work here? And he goes, yes. I know he didn't work there because I saw him go in <laughs> and the older gentleman didn't have his little ID card and they gave him crap. And he was like, no, I'm in the system. And they finally let him in. He was like, yes, I do. Hilarious. And they're like, okay. He was just like, no questions. Uh, did not waver in his confidence. <laughs> he just... <laughs> and their kids were moving around all of a sudden they were like lining they, they were like lining up and getting out of the way and they, yeah, after you sir yes and then they were like being Wars. nice and wiping everything down it was hilarious well there's funny like people whip them into a into order will respond to whatever they can get away with everybody's like that yeah yeah at yeah. some level you know what i mean yeah yeah hilarious i've just you know but J- jj suffers from that too like he would prefer to uh be on his computer the whole time. Sure. Have his laptop with him in the bathroom while he's eating in the car. But you know, like when they moved him in, when he moved him in his place, they're like, no, no, no laptops when you're eating. Oh, and then somehow magically he's survived without his laptop while he's eating. Yeah. Magically the laptop in the bathroom somehow that's fine. He's figured out. Okay, that's fine. No laptop in the car somehow. Okay, that's fine. So, and we've talked about this before, but probably about 200 episodes ago. Uh, but when she was alive, like his mom would get the worst behavior out of him. He would just, <laughs> he just knew, I, I think that she just, you know, no boundaries. loved him the most maybe. Yeah. Or no boundaries. Yeah. So it was like, he could basically talk her into anything. Uh-huh. So versus, yeah. Like this, this little lady who, uh, who was even smaller than his mom was, is like, nah. Oh, I shouldn't say her name. I won't say her name. She's like, no, 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 no. And at first, man, and then she's just like, and he'll like roll his eyes, but he'll do it. Uh, it's so, that's so cute. So funny. <laughs> so funny. How's his little office? How's the little businessman? Still doing he's the still office? got his little businessman set up in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still got his little, I think there's a couple things he likes it. He likes, he, he, he has a good vantage point where he can see everybody when they come out of their rooms. So he can see what's happening. Like he can't see into their rooms, but the doors open into a hallway. So if you're coming out of your room, he can see you exiting your room. He knows where you're going. So he's like not missing out on any action. Like if you all exit your rooms and go to the kitchen to eat, he knows. Uh. And so he's, he's on his little, you know what? It's like a hall monitor situation. Where uh-huh. It's like a little desk set up. And he can monitor all the comings and goings of this facility. Does Who's he, coming out of their room? 
Does he have friends that are special needs in the facility? Does he get along with anybody? Is that also why he's waiting? No. There's one the the prob the when uh, the guy who probably warms to him most. There's a kid that's Down syndrome that's probably about half his size. Kid, you know, he's probably thirty as well, twenty five. No, he's like he's younger than that. He's about JJ's age. Kind of friendly, like a lot of Down syndrome kids. Like kind of friendly, kind of hey hi, kind of a little bit like you know. Um, Mm-hmm. loud i guess i'd say and so he's um jj likes it usually but sometimes not so much but the the other kid is much more um how do i say this he has much more going on like he'll go out good morning i'll say good morning to the aide. he'll walk i'm going here i'm going jj can't do that he can't mm-hmm. like agency is a real issue like take saying where he's going to go where he's going to do communicating clearly what he wants but and do they so, ever like? Um, does JJ like the interactions? Do they ever play? Do they ever like watch never videos play. or something? They never play. No, mm. JJ right. really wants to control the video situation. It's his right. videos. He wants to watch what he wants. Yeah. What the closest he'll do to that is if they all go watch a show. Like, there's like Swedish versions of like I don't remember which one it is, American Idol or one of those kind of things mm-hmm. or Swedish Idol. And if they're all in there, he'll bring in his old thing. There's his Eurovision, laptop, isn't there? Isn't and there? is yeah, Eurovision. He'll bring in his laptop with headphones, and he'll sit with the group while they watch their thing, and he'll watch his thing. But sometimes he, he wants to sit there. He wants to sit in the group. Oh, that's nice. So he watches yeah. like Veggie Tales with his earbuds yeah. in, and they watch Eurovision. Yeah, Swedish Idol. Which, to be honest, probably pretty good. Um, it's a lot of beautiful people in Sweden, men and women. Yeah. Well, a lot of good musicians too. Um, anyway, um, I you know there's a lot of similarities What's going with, on with, Peter? with Peter and that. So like, my dad was here recently. Um, I was supposed to have hip. Oh surgery. yeah, yeah. I was supposed to have hip surgery, and I. What's your dad's name? It's like a real man's name. What David. David. Yeah. All right. What's so? What's David doing? Uh, so he was supposed to take care of me after my hip surgery. My hip surgery got postponed slash delayed slash uh, canceled. I canceled it. We're gonna try PT physical therapy physio if you're in Canada. Um, give that another round, which is good. Anyway, the flight was already paid for, so I said, Dad, I already paid for the flight. You know, my I I was like. Come down. I, I want nice to I, see him a little bit. I want my parents to see my place. They've never come down. My mom like doesn't want to come down, and my dad. My, I think my my they just went on safari and. Jeez, Louise. I think they I needed a that. break from each other. My dad. My dad said. <laughs> my dad said, "Your mother's driving me nuts," and uh, hilarious. And so he was happy to come down. I was happy to have him, and uh, we had a nice little trip, but. We talked a bit about Peter. You know, Peter called a few times, and we did, like, a group, you know, FaceTime call, which was very cute. My dad's very good with Peter, um, plays all the games and all the characters and stuff and makes funny faces into the into the phone. Your dad does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, it's very sweet. Um, Peter softens my dad a lot. It's very cute. Uh, my my dad also say, gets... because every time you've described your dad, it's a little stern, Scottish, let's save money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. be a man. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. And don't I think, emote. And be I a man. think that I think that. Um, I mean, my dad, uh, my dad has a, a humorous side. He's always been a good laugher. He's just, he used to like love watching stand up comedy on TV when I was a kid. 
Until um, you started doing it. <laughs> no, and he goes to the shows, and he's a good laugher. And I'm, joking, whatever. I'm joking. No, no. But they, anyway, I think that one of the advantages of having someone with autism in your life is it keeps you grounded and keeps you young a bit. So I think that Peter has does has softened my, my stern, like, boomer dad. Um and it's uh, it's pretty cute. Anyway, my my dad was lamenting that Peter doesn't hang out with any of the other special needs kids mm. in his building, and the reason why we chose my parents organized this whole thing of choosing a building that was affordable and was off public transportation, and tried you know got the other families in live work play that could afford to either rent or buy in that building to do so. So there was one place where the higher functioning kids could hang out and create a community. And it had like a pool and it's got like a billiards room and whatever. And um, so they've set all this up and then Peter doesn't take advantage of it. There's like mm. about three other kids, kids again, they're like 30 uh, who live in that building. And uh, they hang out and Peter doesn't. He just won't. He won't do it. He never calls. I mean, I've told you in the past that, like, I, uh, you know, he. I think they don't like hanging out with him because he likes to control the videos. He right. likes. He doesn't. He's like, we're wa we're watching this. You know, I don't want to watch that. We're wa he's like very like and and he does all the talking. He doesn't ask any questions and he's very particular. He's a curmudgeon. It's like you go to his house and you put your, you know, you put a. You leave a coffee mug out and don't put it in the sink. He's like, you can't do that. You know, it's like, oh, he's like, everything has to be in the sink, which is good, but bad. Like, it's you how to chill when people are around. You're they're your guests. You have to make them feel like relaxed. You can't make them feel like they're in the army um, and always on edge, you know, at basic training or something. So it's it's been like. A constant battle that I know I've talked about a lot, but it was funny to hear you talk that talk, say that about JJ because Peter's very similar. He likes to be around, and he likes to be the center of attention, but he doesn't like to participate, and he doesn't like to um, not be in charge. He should have been a stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> he likes being in front of a crowd. When we had, um, yeah, you were telling me that. I love it. Yeah. When we had, uh, when I was home a few months ago, and we had uh, the first live, work, play meetup in um, uh, in like two years since the pandemic. They had like a barbecue or whatever, and Peter got a got hold of a megaphone. I don't know where he got it, and he got up in front of everybody. And was like, everybody. Listen to me. And they're like so used to been they've been around Peter for twenty years, you know? So never no one's listening. <laughs> no one's looking at him. <laughs> He's like, everybody people are like, Ugh, uh, yeah, like, you know, and it's just so Boy. funny to see them because they have special needs. So they don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> they don't they're just like, Oh, come on, Peter. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to my girlfriend, Peter. And he, <laughs> love it. And he's just like, everybody, this is my brother Graham, and we are going to do. And he's just like making up some speech. 
There's nothing prepared. Nothing prepared. Nothing to say. But he loves the attention. It's it's funny. It runs in the family, I guess. You know, my mom loves uh, giving uh, speeches at the Cottage Owners Association, and she loves. Uh, she's on the board of the Canadian Condo uh, Association, Condo Board. I do. I do sometimes wonder about that with stand-up comedy. It does, it does feel like sometimes not all the comics, but a lot of comics want to interact with people, want to connect with people, especially comics on the spectrum. And they understand if I can do this thing where I make them laugh, they'll listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I can, if I can do this one thing where it's funny at the end of the speech, I can talk 10 minutes. They'll listen yeah. for 10 minutes. If, if there's yeah. a laugh every minute and a half, every minute, they'll be happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I do feel like there's a little bit of that. Sure. Uh, so. uh, Zoltan has a bit where he's like, I figured out this is the way I like to interact with people. I like, me to be talking, uh, ideally an amplified device, you to be sitting down, listening, and interrupting me is mostly frowned upon. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Something like that, which yeah. is like pretty funny. <laughs> Zoltan Cassius, very funny comic. Yes. Hungarian, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah Hungarian name. background, but I think they were refugees or something, and I think he was born no, I just over mean the there. name Zoltan. I didn't even heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I, so he lives in. He's. Uh, he has an American accent. He's from San Diego, basically. He looks like a yeah. guy from San Diego. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I lived in Hungary for a year in my early twenties, everybody's name was Zoltan. Like it was like John or hilarious. It was like and then and it's you just Zoli. That's the nickname. Zoli. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, we've got an article, a good one. This one, uh, the good yeah. old Grammo found. Uh, you want to read this one, buddy? I know you found it. Uh, All right. I'll read it. Uh, that's 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 uh, Kirk's little way of saying I don't want to read it. That's uh, not true. Uh, did, did you read the last one? I'll read it if you want. I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah, I, I've been talking a lot this episode. People deserve to hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> or at least my voice, however it may, uh, however it may be. Sure, mm-hmm. I can do it. Uh, let's see. This is on... Um, all right, cover your ears. <clears throat> Excuse me. Spectrum News, which seems to be a news amalgamator. Is that the word? Amalgamator? Whatever. That pieces together all these aggregator? pieces of news. From, aggregator. That's the word. And this is by yes. Peter Hess. Peter Hess, which sounds like a actor's a name. A detective. Anyway. New evidence hints at mechanisms for fever effect in autism. Raising body temperature seems to alleviate seizures and other traits associated with two autism-linked uh, gene mutations in mice, according to unpublished research presented Sunday and Monday at Neuroscience 2022 in San Diego, California, which we were just speaking of. By the way, I feel like cancer, autism, everything has been cured in mice at this point. But anyway, that's a different issue. But uh, humans were still working through some of this stuff. Findings hit at a mechanism that could account for anecdotal reports that some autistic children have temporary improvements in social ability and other behaviors during and after a fever, although about 12% of autistic children showed this fever effect in a 2017 study based on parental reports, far fewer did when the same team researched the autistic children's prospectively. Followed autism prospectively. Okay. I think that's missing a verb, but prospectively. All right. Whatever. Extending the new animal findings to people requires cautions at Catherine Lord, professor of, by the way. Catherine Lord, professor of We've psychiatric and education. Show. We've had her on the show. That's exactly right. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I think twice. Anyway, professor of psychiatry and education at the University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA, some people would call that, who led the prospective study. 
In our sample, we did not get any reports of changes in seizures in the kids we followed, but we didn't have many of them, and the fevers are usually of short duration. So I wouldn't get too excited about these findings, but we certainly didn't refute them. In our sample, the autistic kids were more affected by fever than typical kids, but but in only three kids did their behavior actually get better. Previous research in mice suggested the effect might stem from two immune molecules such as IL-17A that act on the brain, but the new studies could pour cold water on the day, raising the body temperature of mice or people with mutations of SCNA2 or IQSEC2 genes associated with seizures and autism and intellectual disability, lessen the severity of some traits without inducing an immune response, suggesting that the temperature itself may be responsible. I suspect that what these two studies are really telling us is there are really specific reasons that some kids get these, said Andrew Zimmerman, a clinical professor of pediatrics and neurology at UMass Chan Medical School in Worcestershire, Massachusetts, uh, Worcester? who was not involved. Worcester, sorry. I was trying to be funny, but then I didn't commit to the bit. Nope. Uh, who was not involved Classic in either Kirk. study. Uh, if research could pinpoint which students it might affect, starting out with a specific mutation and clinical sign, and going from there, he says, I think we're going to get a lot further faster. All right, I'm going to jump to the end because this is about ten pages of uh, not ten pages, but it's a little long. Uh, I would read the whole thing, but oh my goodness, fine, I'll read the whole thing. Here no, we go. don't, I'm don't. Back. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Anecdotal reports from Peter, parents. People can read it if they want on Spectrum News. Yeah, anecdotal, uh, anecdotal parent reports of fever effect in children with IQSEC2 mutations inspired the other study led by investigator Andrew Levy, professor of medicine at Technion University, uh, sorry, Technion Israel Institute of Technology in Haifa. They would stop having brain, they stop having seizures, and they would become more interactive with their caregivers. Uh, he and his team have not collected consistent data on the children subsequently, blah, 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 blah. The experimental therapy builds a two, builds on a 2021 study of mice in IQ. This is one we already discussed. The heat restores the normal activity of postsynaptic currents and excitatory receptors in neurons from IQSEC2 in mice. Unpublished data from Levy's team shows. The heat treatment in these animals also reduces the hyperactivity of ARF6 and GTP protein, which regulates, which regulates protein involved in cell structures and communications. Existing medications such as antibiotics, doxocycline and tetracycline can also treat AG, AG86 GTP hyperactivity and may be more feasible for families than a daily jacuzzi treatment. Well, I was going to say... Well, um, I remember one time very specifically him having a, uh, he, he's a very robust kid. He, uh, the one advantage of eating everything off the floor, whatever you want, he, he rarely gets sick and he also sleeps a lot. Hmm. But, uh, one time I remember when we were in Sri Lanka, so it had to be five or six years ago, he had a fever and he was not interested in, uh, his laptop very much and very interested in, trying to connect with us and eye contact and and uh huh. I remember his mom specifically making a big deal about it that was very interesting that and he you know he kept saying are you okay which he says when he doesn't feel well he hurts himself 
because we say, are you okay? So he goes, are you okay? So that, yeah. means, that means I don't feel well. And then, um, and then he'd say, ouch, ouch, you know, and, and it was very interesting. Like I remember specifically that, that instance where he was very, um, clear headed for lack of a better word. Cause sometimes he seems like he's distracted. There's a lot of stimuli he can't close out mm. and he's here, he's there, he's jumping around. And then I remember sometimes when he gets sick, he gets really calm and try, tr is trying to connect. Interesting. So, so anecdotally, I'm sure that's where when they talks about, oh, anecdotally, parents have reported we would we we've reported that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that Peter ever? Um. Again, Peter never gets sick. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking he this time he had a fever. It, it was like five years ago, dude. Gets, it was legit, like five years ago. I I, I don't. Peter is an absolute horse. He yeah, but I will say this: if all sick. of us slept ten to twelve hours a night, <laughs> dude, that might you be might it. be less sick. It might, you might be, be it. less sick too. Honestly, yeah, yeah. The guy sleeps; he's awake for twelve, and he's asleep for twelve. Yeah. So if you feel a little run down, and you go, "I'm going to go lay down at eight o'clock," yeah. and then you slept till eight in the morning, you might feel better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, I mean, he's very cute when he's sick or injured. He turns into, you just want to cry. You want to kiss him yeah, and he, hold he him. Turns, he turns very soft, and he gets like, sometimes my son will be very, and then he gets, he just like, you know, just look at you like, help yeah. me. Yeah, so you're like, okay, okay. It hurt. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Ouch, ouch. And I guess ouch. that way he's focused. But Peter's pretty good at, he's, Peter's an interesting case in the terms of the spectrum. Because, yeah, he's really it's really funny because my son is a, a you either get the kids that are like doing the good doctor yeah, or you get kids like my son who are like potty trained at 10, still has accidents, still might poop himself. And then you've got Peter who lives on his own, yeah. can make a couple dishes. He can drink a beer, but he can't he, count. He can't count. It's kind of a funny thing. Yeah. He's not good at counting. He's not good. At, if if you, I think he can't understand the favorite or the best rank them i also can't do i it. also love uh i don't think you've done it on this podcast but uh your counting joke it's really great oh yeah 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 i just i'm um so i'm working on a stand-up show that is exclusively about autism and i'm going to be releasing it later in 2023 and um yeah long story short is uh, i'm working on a lot i'm focusing on this particular subject it's something i've been avoiding for a long time i didn't want to be like the autism guy but i realized that it's such a huge part of my life that i was kind of like not talking about my life which is stupid so anyway um i have like a few new jokes, newer jokes. And one of them is like that Peter is, uh, P he, he always talks to me like I'm an idiot. And he's like, and I'm like, how many <laughs> beers did you have? And he knows that I know he can't count, but I'm like trying to figure out if he's an alcoholic. And I'm, I'm like, how many beers? And he'd be like, uh, Graham, I can't count. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> it's like a weird sentence to hear. <laughs> the juxtaposition right. where somebody admits they can't count and then calls you an idiot is yeah. terrific. 
Hey, dummy, you know that I can't count. Yeah. <laughs> Quit embarrassing yourself. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Stop embarrassing yourself. I can't count. <laughs> Oh, that's a great bit. Uh, anyway, there's more to it, but you'll have to come see the show. I'm going to be yeah. Come see. Where can they see you? Putting it be on next, its uh... feet for the first time on December 29th uh, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So if you are a Canadian fan or you live in Southern Ontario, come see me December 29th at the Comedy Bar Danforth location. They have two locations now. This one is on the Danforth East Toronto. You can find tickets at GrahamK.com. You can also follow me at Mr. Graham K on Twitter, Woo! if it still exists by the time you hear this, and Instagram. I'm also on the future. TikTok, Twitter was a big thing which is at the embarrassing, time. at uh, OKGrahamK. Okay um, and also, as always, follow us on Patreon, or, or uh, not follow us, but donate to us on Patreon. You can very easily go to patreon.com slash autastic and give us a buck. Um, okay, your thing is okay on TikTok? Man, you're really setting the expectations there. Okay, I know, K. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just impossible to think of anything. And Mr. Graham K was taken. Hilarious. Hey, guys, you could do me a huge favor and subscribe to my channel on YouTube. I've only got shorts for now, but it would really help me out. All my social media is Kirk Smith Comedy. It takes one second. Click on that, Kirk Smith Comedy. And as always, Facebook is my big push this week. Kirk Smith Comedy. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. You can do it. Thank you.